Welcome to the Lost Loadout Podcast 145 with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We are back, continuing our Season 3 commentary series with Episode 315, Left. Where? Behind. I'm pretty sure it's, it's left in front. Oh, in front then. Left to the side? <laughs> left underneath. Left above? Left above. <laughs> You know, like when you're in an airplane and you stow your bags. They were left above. They're, they were left above. Where are your bags? I left them above. Left them above. It's a whole episode about <laughs> where bags are. <laughs> it's surprisingly good. Um, no, left behind. All right. Uh, no one gets left behind. <laughs> uh, this... We're really uh, sort of turning through season three at this point. Um, yeah. I remember this this episode really really kind of marking uh, how far we've come in season three. Yeah. And understanding the others and uh, and just getting so much more. I mean, you know, remember the first two seasons? We were mm-hmm. like, who are the others? Yeah. Uh, now we now we we've gotten a, uh, gotten a lot of answers. We know a little too much now. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, I guess in Men from Tallahassee, they indicated that they were leaving. Um, and so, uh, now we'll see that get carried out. Uh, my memory of this episode is that it was, like, not bad, but, you know, not as spectacular as, like, the Men from Tallahassee in Inner 77. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so it was a little bit, uh, and you know, expose stands out for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was more like a normal episode, I guess. Like it does its job. It wasn't like crap, like Stranger to Strangeland, <laughs> you know, but it wasn't, it didn't blow my mind. Like I think it was solid. That's my memory. It's just a good mid season, get the job done, you know, progress the plot. Kind yes, of move the story forward kind of episode, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I don't fully remember what happens in this episode, um, except for, like, the whole Left Behind thing. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was memorable. But I think in general, like, season three, I mean, I think probably all TV shows are kind of like this. Like, you have big action and crazy stuff and then kind of a cool-down period. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, you know, sort of the, the Hydra plot reached a climax and then we had Stranger in Strangeland and Trisha Tanaka. And then, then we went back with Inner 77 and, uh, Man from Tallahassee and Expose. And now I think we're in kind of a lulley period, um, until, uh, Naomi shows up. Yeah. I think that's where the plot, the end of the season plot starts to unfold. And there's this little period here where they got to like move characters around and get things in place for what they want to do at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I feel like a lot of, a lot of Kate episodes are kind of like that. Uh, yeah. When they want to like shift down a gear. Definitely. <laughs> before they ramp up to something. Yeah, Kate episodes are were never like the episode where like there's a mind blowing reveal or something. Like they yeah. that's just not and I'm thinking through the seasons and like Eggtown and The Little Prince and what Kate did and what Kate does and uh-huh. all that. 
What Kate will do. What Kate will do. What Kate has done. Uh-huh. What Kate might do. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, they were always mid-season episodes with definitely, like, a, a toned-down kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other thing I remember about this one that kind of worked for me is that they throw in Cassidy. Yeah. Which, uh, like, kicked the flashback up a notch. It did. Given well, that, like, anytime crossover. they have, I was just going to say, yeah, anytime they have the crossover, I mean, that's, that's what, one of the top five most interesting things about the show is yeah. having these character crossovers throughout uh, their, their, their different timelines. And, uh, you, and, you know, I feel like anytime those scenes happen, you're always at the edge of your seat wondering what they're going to talk about and, yeah. like, uh, especially when, you know, they know mutual people and you're like, okay, are you, you going to mention it? Are, what are you going to say? You know, like how close are you going to get to, uh, you know, sharing what the audience knows about these characters? Yeah. Uh, and they usually don't ever get that close, but, um, yeah, this was pretty interesting with, with, uh, Kate and Cassidy and their, their whole relationship. I thought that really, uh, was a good, good, you know, it's great for Kate because, it added, it made it, it, it took some of the weight off of Kate to, to hold. Definitely. That was, yeah, it brought in this whole story with Cassidy and Sawyer to add, just like Christian, when he shows up, you yeah. know, he brings this baggage that, you know, baggage in a good way. <laughs> you know, weight, I guess. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, if the, if Claire or Kate have to support the whole thing on their own, like, it's a little harder. Oh man, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, that last Claire episode definitely got better when Christian showed up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's like without that, I mean, they'd be in trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because like the emotional scene with her mother, like sort of, it's hard to connect to. Like, but we've had so much with Christian and Jack that you know, seeing this side of him is very interesting. And mm-hmm. so seeing Cassidy sort of post being betrayed by Sawyer is interesting. Yeah, and I think, you know, because we didn't expect to see her, you know, uh, I think that helps. Yeah, yeah She definitely. seems like the kind of character who, and who was a flashback character who's like, yeah. okay, you did your Done. thing, we, you surfaced, uh, that character's plot-centric episode, and now we won't see you again. And then she's yeah. back with, you know, more of her life fleshed out. Yeah. And we get her in season five too, um, mm. for one of my least favorite, uh, conversations in the show where she, is... where she explains to Kate why, uh, why, first of all, she hates Sawyer and she calls him a coward for jumping off the helicopter. Yes. Which oh, like, he didn't, he jumped off not to save you guys, but he jumped off because yeah. he didn't want to come back home. Exactly. Because he's selfish. Yeah, yeah, and it was just like, come on, like, I, you're so bitter I, at him, but like, you I, know, I, give him a benefit of the doubt. I want to interject something. This is so apropos because, you know, I just started watching Game of Thrones recently. At the time of the podcast, they just finished season five. Justin's been watching it for the last couple years. Um, but I'm just now catching up and, and this, this specific dynamic you're talking about where, uh, a character who's usually female and it's, mm-hmm. it's specifically about like a romance relationship yeah. where like they, they have this kind of attitude. It reminded me of Shay in 
Uh, <laughs> and spoiler alert, Game of Thrones, if you haven't seen it. I mean, this isn't like a plot spoiler. This is more of this is what her character does. Yeah. Is like, I guess it's a little plot thing. <laughs> when uh, when Tyrion, you know, wants spoiler her to alert. leave. Spoiler. <laughs> when he wants her to leave. Not a big one. She, but yeah. For her own safety. And this, this happens thousands of times in stories. I mean, this is just a trope yeah. where a character asks another character to do something and they don't for their own good usually and they don't trust that character and it yeah. usually comes down to usually the response and this is why it's a thing to me that I hate is cuz usually the response is they did it with another character in Game of Thrones too they did it with uh, Sam, the girl Sam's with oh, where yeah. he's like you should yeah. leave and she's like oh so you're bored of me yeah. oh so you don't like me anymore yeah. you know it's always that response instead of like it's really weird and I feel like as a writer, I want to come up with like a name for this trope if there isn't one. Yeah. Because it's like usually a scene has like text and then the characters are really talking about the subtext. Mm-hmm. And it's this thing where it's the reverse where like character A is telling the character what the text is. Like you're in danger. You need to leave. Yeah. But then character B inserts this false subtext. Yeah. And, and jumps to conclusions and go, Oh, okay. It, it's not the thing you're telling me that's true. It's this other thing that's true. Yeah. And it just bugs me because it's the one time when a character is actually speaking what the what they want to say. Right. Because uh, most scenes, characters are speaking, you know, they're yeah. subjects. Uh, so it's just really odd thing, and I guess is is how you get conflict out of that reversal of text and subtext. But it's it feels so artificial. Yeah. Uh, especially, and then when you have a character like Shay, where they've had like ten conversations like that. Yeah. And her response is always the same, and he's yeah. as nice as he can be about it and sincere, but he doesn't get credit for that. You know, that's and so I feel like it's it's the same thing with Cassidy, where her response is really unfair. Yeah. And you you just go, oh, come on, like what really? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like you weren't there. You you're just judging it based on your own experience. And like, I feel like given the fact that he crashed on an island, like you could at least like give him the benefit of the doubt that like maybe he did a good thing once. Like it's mm-hmm. you know what I mean. It's so. And then to add on to that, she explains why Kate took Aaron. And Kate took Aaron because Sawyer uh, left her, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's the extra level of, like, what? Like, she just shows up with, like, all these crazy explanations that, like, I find a hard time. I have a hard time buying. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, I don't think, that, I don't, really don't think that's why she took Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, oh, because Sawyer's I, not here. I need someone. I need, yeah. I think that's another thing that that's frustrating as a as as a viewer is when um is uh yeah that that kind of situation where a character has an explanation for something that you know is wrong or you yeah. don't think it's quite right that just gets to exist. Yeah. You know, it's, without it's not really challenged. challenged. Yeah, yeah. Not being challenged. Yeah. Yeah, and there's never really on screen like another explanation. So it makes me think like maybe we're supposed to believe it, but it's just hard for me to buy. Yeah. You know? Um it felt more like, well, Aaron was there, first of all. Yeah. Someone had to take the baby. And Kate's not a monster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's not like, a sociopath. <laughs> and, you know, she had a connection with the baby, with Claire. She yeah. was there when he was born. 
Didn't, you know, she, yeah, didn't she birth the baby? She did. She birthed the baby. She was there. And, yeah. I mean, that was a running thing with the two of them. And, you know, and they continued it to the end of the show where she goes back for Claire, you know, um, uh, leaving the baby behind. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, I think if anything, that's who she did it for. And so the idea, like, she did it because she didn't have Sawyer was just like, really? Yeah, nobody like, was thinking that. Yeah, it's just, and then she goes back and she's not even into Sawyer. It's not even a thing. Like, mm-hmm. they, that was done. He forgot her face. Sawyer looked at her once, but she didn't look at him. <laughs> oh, man. That's <laughs> happened on the show. <laughs> yeah, that the, whole, <laughs> the plot of that era is just like really painful to me. I I really wish they found a different like mechanism for that end of season Re- five. Remember remember that time uh Locke found the swan hatch and the light turned on? Yes. And you remember that time uh Sawyer looked at Kate? Yeah. This <laughs> is good, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, strangely enough, the second thing had, like, way bigger consequences. <laughs> wow, take that, Swan Station. Yeah, no offense, but, uh, uh, you know, Hydrogen Bomb got, got, uh, put, you know, set off because of that look. Mm-hmm. The look that set off a thousand Hydrogen Bombs. <laughs> oh, man. You mean the, the, the look that caused him to time travel? Wow. <laughs> You know, and I feel like looking back at the show, he looked at her just like as a, I don't know, nostalgia or mm-hmm. like, I, I, I remember feeling like that for you or, you know, just some kind of, I, I don't think he was like gonna leave Juliet for Kate. Like, I just don't mm-hmm. think so. Yeah. Otherwise he should have done that in the afterlife. <laughs> You know, I was just thinking about that, and it, 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 we could go down this road where we can't really come up with an answer because of time travel or whatever. But like, in some sense, he's already with Juliet in the afterlife, True. right? So, yeah. so I, it, 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 it makes my brain want to hurt to think about what could he have done in his present life timeline to change that. My answer wants to be nothing, yeah, because it already happened uh, to some. Uh, degree but uh yeah. but you know but it really shouldn't it should depend on what happens in his life right you would think so you know that's true so it's kind of weird to think about very weird actually um you're yeah. welcome <laughs> there is no now here together with the like fact that top life occurs over time and yeah yeah it's hard to and like they're all there but they died at different times like yeah it's i don't yeah Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works, but I feel like that's the showrunner is telling us like Juliet was it for him. He wasn't so whatever that look meant, it didn't mean what she thought it meant. Yeah, you know, and having her like fly off the handle to that extent because of that look, like it's it's frustrating to me. It's you know I want better for Juliet. Yeah. You know, I don't want her to die because she misinterpreted a look, you know, like it just feels so like um, such a weak reason for her yeah. to like sacrifice her life, you know? Yeah, for this sort of falsely 
magnanimous thing to do. Like, well, I'll let you be happy. Yeah. It'll be by me dying. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, no, that's not that he is not happy when you die. Like, it's it's, It's the opposite. Kate goes to him and like, he so is not like, oh, good. Now she's gone. We can finally get together. Freckles like Mm -hmm. he really didn't remember her face. It it was real. The whole thing was was real. And it's just, she didn't buy it, and I, it's kind of fresh. I want her to, like, be more insightful than that. Yeah. You know? Because I feel like her character should be, by that point at least, maybe in her flashbacks, no. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. To me, it seems like a bookend with her flash. Like, they're yeah. almost mirroring how she started out, which which I think is partially why it's frustrating, because yeah. she had grown past being that character. Exactly. But, uh, but maybe they're trying to have her regress in a way or some, or that, like, her core insecurity came out, which, which actually that works, right? Because, uh, she had that insecurity with her, with her ex-husband. Uh, you know, he was, you know, the first scene we see with him is, is, is him with another woman, you know, flaunting it in her face. So that idea of like that emotional scar for her coming back up might've been like, well, this is the one thing that'll make Juliet do this. Like if it was something slightly different, she could have handled it in a different way. But, but, uh, uh, I mean, I, I think I'm adding a bit more than the show tells us about that moment. But uh, yeah, they they make it mainly about that one flashback of her childhood with her parents getting divorced, and yeah, like right. just because they love each other doesn't mean we're meant to be together. And, yeah, that's right. You know, that's what she repeats to him. So I mean, I think you could connect the divorce to her ex husband, and like that's all pretty logical. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, <laughs> I want her character to have progressed beyond that by that mm-hmm. point. So it's kind of frustrating that she's still got this thing from when she was 10 that is, you know, her tragic flaw. Yeah. And a tragic flaw we didn't know before. Yeah. Like a tragic flaw that had to explain right when they're doing this thing that we won't like. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes it feel a bit retconny. And it's like, uh, yeah. If they if they tied it into something more directly that we had seen before, you know, if they made it about her sister or something, like I could have yeah. I could have seen it. Yeah. All right. Well. Um... Anyway, Juliet is involved in this episode, so it's semi relevant. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think she gets <clears throat> left behind. Whoa! Spoiler alert. Yes. Yeah, I hope we find that out fast, so it's not too much of a spoiler, but maybe it's the ending. I don't know. Uh, all right, you ready to jump into it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, well, get your players ready if you're going to sync up with this. Okay. All right, let me know when you're ready. I am ready. Okay, here we go. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. Previously, previously on Lost. There's a rental car parked out front. Go to Sioux City. Go to Sioux City. Sioux City. I want you to get a sarsaparilla. I love you too. Go. Go. Yeah, Cassidy Clementine in, in Sioux City. Come on. Mm-hmm. This is, they're making jokes. <laughs> Oh, not again. Wow, she doesn't care twice. I don't care. Again, not even this. I'll say it once, I'll say it again. I don't care. We came here to rescue Jack, and that's what we're gonna do. Hi. What are you doing here? I came to get Getting caught. 
to deal with them. They're gonna let me go. Where? Home. To Disney World. <laughs> Jack, we need to go. Hey, hold it right there! Wow, that's like get a soap opera. Up. Get down! <laughs> I said get down! What are you doing? Why are you Why wet? The choir reminds me to know. He's so wet. So wet. He's soaked. He's more <laughs> wet than that ocean is. <laughs> oh man. Yield pool room. I guess she heard the explosion outside. Why do you think that? She seems pretty calm to, if there's an explosion. Well, she's gonna. Uh, yeah, you're right. I think she's she was waiting for this moment. She was just gonna do this. Until somebody way. comes. Yeah. I remember this. This is crazy. Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> oh man, this from oh, oh I, for, I forgot about Juliet and Charlotte's fight. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. that's so awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah, she's got fighting skills. They yeah. they de-emphasize that later on, but. At this point, she's like badass. Yeah, I forgot about that. She she ducks with a plate of sandwich in her hand. Yeah, like, that's ninja quality. <laughs> it, is. it is like she just opens the door and she's like ready for action. She's ready. I got maybe, this. Maybe she read Kate's file. And she knew what to expect. How long is it gonna take? Yeah, she pulled out on the marshal at least once. Two days, three. So one time she hit me with a pull cue. <laughs> Welcome to Iowa. I guess we're in Iowa. Oh, I've been to Iowa before. Name's Johnny. I'm Lucy. I always lie about my name. Oh, wait. Yeah. Sorry. Did I say that out loud? Uh, Look at gas. It's so cheap. It's like what one was it? something. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was like 150. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's just that old, but... You need to lift it's getting up there. It's up here in an hour. Call the cops. Fine, whatever. You're lost. Hey, there's a problem, buddy? Yeah, yeah, there's a problem. Yeah, reveal this woman. That's a problem. <laughs> I love it. I love that she, she was conned by him, but she's still doing this stuff. They're real. Yeah, I think that's what makes her, that's the first great thing about her character. Yeah. She comes back doing what Sawyer did to her. Exactly. And it's like, she, she, she basically, like, just refused to become a victim. Like, yeah. like, well, I'm going to use these skills. That's fine. I'll still do it. Yeah, because he sort of trained her. And yeah, like, well, that's great. I have skills now. I might as well use them. Yeah, no, it's a great character trait. Can I get my money back? And then it's like two two con women. Yeah, like, totally. They both are on the same page. Like, yep. that's always fun. Like, two of the same professions. She stepped in to help. And... Yeah. This is very Better Call Saul, man. <laughs> I, I feel like they ripped off like a lot of stuff from Sawyer and this business. I believe it, yeah. Because like one of the things in Better Call Saul is that Saul used to be a con man. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. I'll give you a ride. The show's okay. <laughs> oh. Not as good as Game of Thrones. Game of Throwdown coming soon. Game of Throwdown. Wow. Nice. <laughs> What? Okay, what? Oh, John. we're back on the island. 
<laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, I caught it, but it, it was weird. I was like, "Is Lockett our flashback?" That doesn't make any sense. Only temporarily. Wait, what? They I caught me temporarily. Mm-hmm. They caught me, but now I'm not caught. Yeah. I guess. Hell is going on? I mean, what are they doing to you? Are you brainwashed? <laughs> Who's gonna say yes to I'm that? I'm brainwashed. <laughs> yeah. That's an audience line. If yeah. they told you that they're gonna take you home, they're lying. I don't want to go home. He really doesn't want to go home. Don't worry. Kate, if you knew what he's gonna become. Yeah. I told him that you were a good person, reliable, smart, honest. Not a killer. You told me who you were and what you had done. Let's just say forgiveness isn't one of their strong suits. Even though they've done way worse than anything. Way worse. Done. So it was just full of shit, but whatever. Fucking others. Coming out. Like that weird judgmental thing. I, yeah. It's unearned. It is. And also there's no real explanation for it. Yeah. It's not like they get that from Jacob. I'm sorry, Kate. Yeah, Locke's being really weird. Yeah. Going off with the others. That's a pretty decent uh, outro there. Yeah. It is. It works. It, yeah. It's it's kind of soft, but it works. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's more it's strong character stuff. Yeah, not, not a big story. Exactly. Or mythology thing. But it's not awkward. Like those yeah. Walking Dead ones. Like the... So it's yeah. like, what are you doing? That's not a big... Like, everyone just no, stares no, at each other for ten no, seconds, and then they go to credit. Oh. So good. Good, then scram. Dude, you need to know that there's been some chatter. After Paolo and Nikki and everything... After well, we buried him alive. Tomorrow is going to be a vote. Oh, the vote. Decide whether or not... Oh, right. I remember this. Where? Well, there was debate about that, but the consensus was half a mile down the beach. Consensus? I'm only saying this because there may be a way to fix it. To, like, make amends. I don't do amends. You might want to ask yourself... <laughs> you know, Unless I'm in a church. I'm always I kind of feel like, at you this point... In the season, Hurley is starting to become a little bit like season one Locke. In what way? Like, the way he's, like, taking characters and sort of mentoring them or leading them along a path that he thinks they should go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, like, that's what Locke did in season one, you know, with Boone and with... uh Charlie, and you know, like it feels like that's kind of what Hurley's doing here. Yeah, I can see that. Like he's like Sawyer needs to something something, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to motivate him to. Well, it's from a, from a from a show perspective, it's like Sawyer needs to change. Yeah, How are you get him to change. Who's around? Well, Kate's not around. Yeah, Jack's not around. Yeah, uh, Hurley could do it, but it's also kind of nice for Hurley because it starts him to develop those leadership qualities that he needs to have in the long run. Yeah, for sure. Of like sort of managing the camp. So I don't remember specifically. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot about this. Yeah, this was crazy. Oh my God. I forgot. It's a season where everyone gets gassed all the time. Yeah. 
<laughs> Kick it away! Yeah. Can't get me, because I kicked it. <laughs> you know what they say about gas, it doesn't fill a volume. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the one thing everybody knows about a gas. Yeah, like, why don't... Why, she didn't, like, try to wrap the canister in something? Like, put that it in would have been a thing to do, instead of kicking... <laughs> I feel like that made it spread faster. Yeah, it did. And now she doesn't know where it is. Yeah, exactly. How about you tell me your name? Lucy. What's your real name? Lucille. She's not buying it. <laughs> yeah. Not for a Lucinda. So, why Lucy? She's a saint. Memorized them all in Sunday school, so I figured they're probably still rattling around my brain. What makes the girl who went to Sunday school scared of cops? I don't think I realized Kate was Catholic. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I just got that. A few months ago, I killed my stepfather. I escaped from the marshal who arrested me for it. Re like, Christian characters... That makes her sound so badass. It does. <laughs> Man, the circumstances are so soft. <laughs> it's true. It may, like, if this was Kate's first scene, you know how badass she would be? And she seemed badass in the early days. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. If we saw this first, they would have a... I just killed a man for no good reason. <laughs> yep. I have a really hard time doing that. Because if you did what you just said you did, then the feds are going to... He was a bad guy, but that's not why I did it. I did it just to watch him die. Yeah, I did to see how it felt. <laughs> But yeah, most Christian characters in like uh, movies and TV shows are Catholic. I Absolutely. think because it's just more cinematic. There's it's a it's a rich religion. There's yeah. so much there. It's older. It has more yeah. ritual. It has more like pageants. It's got saints. It has more iconography. Yeah, it has yeah. saints. Like exactly. Yeah. It's got built-in guilt. Yeah, very guilty. It's guilt is good for drama. for characters, yeah. The, the confession thing, like... Yep. There's, Sin, like... Yeah. Good and evil. Yeah. Uh, morality. Yeah. Those are all religions, but, you know. Yeah, but it, it has them very prominently. Yeah. It's, it's, so something important probably happened, but we're talking religion. So <laughs> I was just thrown off by Kate being Catholic. Yeah, I know. It's fundamental. Because, yeah, it. the saints, like definitively mm -hmm. makes that true. Wow. Is this the pilot? I think maybe she asked for Cassidy's help or something. Okay. I mean, we'll see in the next scene, but I, that, that's what I would guess. <laughs> Uh-oh, I'm in the jungle. Uh-oh, I got a handcuff on. Uh-oh, it's one handcuff. Uh-oh, uh -oh, there's two hands. Uh-oh, who's got another hand? <laughs> Oh, there's an arm. Oh, shit. Uh-oh, it's Juliet. It's a whole Juliet. Look <laughs> at her, faking. Fake? You mean acting? Nice try, Juliet. I know you're not dead. Oh. <laughs> I thought you made Kate's performance. Like, look at her faking. <laughs> no, 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 no. I meant Juliet. <laughs> That's suspicious. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like fuck you, Sawyer. I'm gonna get the Korean. <laughs> gonna get the Korean the boat. Korean boats. <laughs> he tried to just smile. That was his big he's move. Just, he's making jokes to himself. <laughs> this is who Sawyer is. 
It's so Sawyer. I love it. He's really, I really, I feel like he was, I so didn't appreciate him at these points. I don't know if he's had his hair like this before on the show, if this is the first time he's got, he oh, had the, the ponytail whole, thing? Like, yeah. The, like samurai ponytail thing, but it, it, it adds to the, like this new bubbling Sawyer. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. All right, let's do it. All right, I had one scene where I, you were proven right, so I'm going to change my life completely now. I don't want to be banished, okay? You happy? This is just like when 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 Boone and Shannon were arguing if Shannon could take care of herself, and the, the deciding factor was if she could get a fish or not. Yeah, you're right. They just repeated that. They did. I didn't think about that. Three months? Can we just do this? Do what? Make nice. Apologize for calling you all those names. Oh. Yeah, this is this is this is washing old Sawyer really off. Yeah, this is. I mean, yeah, it start it with getting it out in the air that Sawyer was responsible with the Charlie kidnapping. Yeah, something. and yeah, they're doing they're doing Sawyer cleanup. You're totally right. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's part of why they have to reveal that, because they have to, like, clear the air on that. Otherwise, yeah. like, it's always going to be well, an elephant in the room. Yeah, and it's all the, things, all the, like, bad things he's done. Like, do we have to check him off the list so yeah. that doesn't hold, him, hold it against him? Yeah. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> all right, she's not waking up. <laughs> I can't, there it is. That'll there it is. No, see, that's the ninja quality. Yeah. She waited, like, a little bit longer than I expected. Well, it was, it's the sound of the knife that got her, you know, because yeah. she's ninja. Yeah, totally. Once once danger was threatened. Yeah. We woke the sleeping dragon. Making a cup of tea. <laughs> the window. Wow. So what'd you do to piss him off? You're wasting your time. The knife is too big. You need something smaller, a safety pen. We're going there. back. What? They did this to us. Why would we go back? I don't care what Jack said. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That used to work. Uh... We're going back to your village because they brought out the, the runway. I guess just like us. Mm-hmm. Your people are gone anyway. I saw them all pack up and leave. What? Bot came here to say goodbye. They were taken off. I missed the explanation of how they escaped. He didn't exactly. How who escaped? They escaped. Like she said, a canister came to the window. Welcome to the yeah. wonderful world of not knowing what the hell's. How did they end up in the jungle handcuffed together? I think they just woke up there. I don't think they know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought I missed that explanation. She yeah, just... yeah, yeah. I think it's a mystery at this point, but I think I remember the answer. I think I remember the answer, too. <laughs> yeah, okay, so uh, I think I think Kate did ask for her help. Okay. Yeah. Because I think that's what's going on in this scene. Yeah. Because it's, it's her. Up. Yeah. Go, go, go! On the ground! I love that wig. That makes it's her It's a great wig. <laughs> it, it really almost looked like her from the back. Yeah. 
If he, there's something very fake about it, though. I don't. It's, yeah, it's something. But Kay's hair looks kind of fake sometimes. Yeah. No, I just meant it didn't look like Kay. It just, it just yeah. felt like it was I'm impossible. Yeah. I'm just selling Bibles. With a wig on. Salesman. They're used Bibles, but the words are still as good. God damn it. But but in the but in the con, like in in their reality is she wearing a wig? I think so. Because I feel like he should take the wig off and go. I agree. If you're selling Bibles, why are you wearing a wig? wig? Yeah, that looks exactly like Kate. I guess we're supposed to believe he didn't notice the wig. Wow, which is not really plausible. Selling Bibles. He questioned her after that with the wig on. The wig on. Well, I told you I killed a guy. Get over it. <laughs> that Marshall? I don't know what you did to him, but if he ever gets his hands on you, it is going to be you or him. Look, you've changed your mind. If you don't want to help me, I get it. No, I do want to help you, but if I'm lying to federal agents, Lucy, so that you can have a chat with your mom, then I at least need to know that there's a pretty good reason. He uh, used to get drunk and beat up my mom. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that sounds normal. You happy now? Mm-hmm. A gas leak. Took out an insurance policy on the house for her. Set her up for life. And then she gave me up. Chose him over me. I, 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 it's, I haven't thought about this before, but she's, I need to talk to her. she's, she's kind of got a lock thing going someone on here. Yeah, definitely. Someone who's supposed to care about me. Like this betrayal. Yeah. Is, she can't get over it. And yeah. Well. And she's desperately seeking that approval. She keeps going back. And, and that is my one of my least favorite character motivations of all time. Is is doing? is like a character who wants who who I just want to ask you why. Mm-hmm. And you know nothing good's gonna come from yeah. it. You know? and you, the audience just knows that, but that's their biggest driving factor. Yeah, it's so frustrating to watch. Yeah, definitely. Like in Kill Bill, she was she didn't want to ask Bill why. Right. She just wanted to kill him. Why would they? she did find out why. She did find out. But that's but that wasn't like you betrayed me, and I just need to know why. But it's like no, I just need to kill you because that's the code we live by. Yeah. I feel like you go along with that a lot faster. Yeah, I agree. Uh oh, thunderclap! Thunderclap. Watching shows with subtitles, you, you, you see a lot of words you don't often see. That's true. I hope you're not going back for Jack. Because I was standing right there when he told you not to come back. And now that you've ruined his chance to get off the island... Wow. Ouch. The punch. Yeah. And Ooh. a knee. Two punches and a knee. Oh, and a flip. Oh. This fight with handcuffs. In, in the, the rain. rain. Like, damn. You're done. I said, are you done? Oh, God. Oh, she cracked it. Cracking. 
Ugh. Now she's crying because of the cracking. Mm-hmm. And now there's a thump roaring. Oh, shit. And now there's a dinosaur. <laughs> now we realize they are on Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic World is the newest attraction. <laughs> Dislocating shoulders I've seen uh, several times. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. And then you gotta pop it back in. It's like the like medium level of seriousness to yeah. where it's the pain is really high, the seriousness is really high, but it's also fixable. Yeah. It's like right before you get the sprained or broken. Yeah. Uh oh, dinosaur point of view. Wow. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah. I didn't remember this. I can't remember if this is the first Smoky POV. Or if there was one before. I feel like there was one before this. There might have been one before this. Oh, yeah, the standard. Oh, this! Yeah. Which they'd never do again. No. The way they show it later is totally different. They try to show the lights, but there it was really so, like. That was just the paparazzi, right? <laughs> they just came and took some pictures for TMZ. That's, what, that's all I can assume. Yeah. Evangeline Living, Elizabeth Mitchell in a tree together. <laughs> They'll never believe it. Never believe it. The rumors are true. <laughs> Is that what they're calling it now? No damn baby. Claire's like really influential. She votes for <laughs> Sorry, sorry, running for office? That's what it seems like. Oh, yeah, he is getting votes. I forgot. Yeah, he basically he is, is, yeah. He's his campaign manager. And have you ever yeah. been asked how Aaron is? Well, I know how he is. He cries loud and he smells. You see, that's what I'm talking about. You're sarcastic. People don't like that. All right. So I go over... <laughs> Hurley's teaching Sawyer how to be nice. <laughs> I feel like Sawyer knows how to do this. He just doesn't know how to do it genuinely, I guess. Yeah. Like, if you told Sawyer to, to play a nice version of himself, he could he could sweet-talk anybody. You would think it's so. Such a weird thing. He, he's he got the skills, but he doesn't know how to, like, use them. Yeah. Because I guess. Because he doesn't want anything, I guess. Right, right. And so, well, like, want something. So I feel like he could still do it. Is, uh, yeah. Is there anything I can do? But he's got to not no. want something. But he wants something. But he's got to not want it. Baby. I guess the thing he wants is not something he's used to trying to get. As wrinkly as he was. Oh, but he's being nice because he wants them to vote for for. Right, the, right, right. But being nice actually means not wanting yeah, anything. Right. Not. So <laughs> he's got to not want anything oh, no. to get the thing that he wants. For you. I don't like. Thank you. <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> I want that as a bumper Good sticker. Night. <laughs> Good night. It's it is funny how awkward he is. Like yeah. that that seems like something Hurley would do. Like, is this your first time talking to people? Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you, how do you humans use these words? Yeah, he seems like an alien. Like this is the start of some alien buddy rom com. Like, you've never seen that. If you don't believe me, you can always pull my other shoulder out of its socket. Oh, I, was, I wasn't trying to. Don't flatter yourself. This is the fourth time it's been dislocated. I don't believe it either, just for the record. 
You don't believe what? She's never seen the smoke monster. I believe I. I don't believe she doesn't know what it is. Like, give me your hand. But uh, has she never seen it? No, I'm not. So you're gonna. Right now, it feels like there's broken glass under my skin, and if it weren't for you, I would be on my way home right now. Jack told me not to come. Well, it was it was kind of Locke's fault. That's weird to blame on Kate. I hate in TV shows they do that a lot too. Like someone does something, and then like anyone that's in their vicinity gets blamed for it. Yeah. All of them. He saw you. You and Sawyer. We made sure of it. Reason Jack told you not to come back. Yeah, we <laughs> we contrived to make that happen. It was because you broke his heart. Oh, he Jack pulled a Juliet. Yeah, he's like, go so, be happy with him then. You're totally right. Jeez, they keep refusing stuff. And now Juliet's the one doing being that character. Yeah, she's like, it's no, crazy. he did it for this reason. Come on. Wow. Ah! Nice. Lost. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Smokey heard that, but... Mm-hmm. That Smokey scan doesn't really have a follow-up. No. I, she never really interacts with the smoke monster, unfortunately. It's like they picked the day to sleep in. So what's your angle, brother? Is he hunting now? Like, they're, they're trying to tell us Desmond's a hunter now. Yeah. Like, they're trying to sell that thing from Bajavion. Mm-hmm. Where he was trying to hunt boys. Yeah, where it seems so fake. Well, what else is Desmond going to do? Drinking was the only thing he That's did before. Something somewhat less destructive than drinking. Yeah. Got to give the people something they like. This is... This is... People like meat. This is a horrible plot line. <laughs> I appreciate the goal of, like, uh, you know, making Sawyer more sympathetic and, and likable. But I didn't realize how tedious it was that he's literally campaigning for votes. Yeah. Like, they turned it into a political, like, campaign. Yeah. It's so odd. How's your shoulder? Awesome. I, I think it's... I think it's fine like i kind of like it but it's pretty silly it's pretty frivolous yeah there's something just like we get lines like i gotta give the people what they want yeah like, i don't know it's just like it's so over it's so unabashedly what it is yeah there's no there's no finesse to it yeah yeah it's, a, it's on the nose definitely it's almost like he's running a campaign on the viewers as well as the yeah people there. No, it is, yeah. Like Honestly, it's the viewers who get to vote, right? Yeah, exactly. It happens all the time. No one's ever done that to you, ever. Yeah. Like, every day someone... Like, that happens all the time. Yeah, that's that's a stretch. I don't buy it. I guess you know how to lie just like your daughter. (laughs) Who taught her? Oh, her name's Diane. Diane. Is this <laughs> It really seems like... Oh, wow, that's weird. What are you doing here, Catherine? That would be crazy if Sir Winky... <laughs> the scary man out back. But they're in Iowa. That's the problem. 
I want to know why. Maybe you came hmm? because you wanted to say you were sorry. Oh, that's sorry. He hit you. He treated you like a dog, and you can't help but you love, Catherine. You shouldn't treat dogs that You're way, bad. just for the record. I loved him. And you burnt him alive. You turned on the gas and you lit a match. You murdered him in cold blood. Actually, it was hot blood. His blood was pretty hot. Yeah. What you did, you did for yourself. I have to go back to work. Because you are my daughter. I'm not going to tell the two men sitting at the table who've been following me for the last month that you are here. And I swear to God, Katie, I never see you again. Oh, yes. First thing I will do is yell for help. And that's the explanation for that. There it is. That's so weird. They're, like, circling back, mm -hmm. explaining previous flashbacks. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah. Something that happened later that we saw before. Exactly. Oh, so weird. It's very strange. Did he say that to you? Sorry? But I broke his heart. He, he didn't have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> you don't know anything about him. I know where he was born. I know what his parents did for a living. I know that he was married. I read his file, okay? Yeah. He was married too. That's what that means. Why he got a divorce. I know how his father died. I know his height, his weight, his birthday, and his blood type. I know what his tattoos mean. Though I don't think he knew that. I know I'm going to end up with him in the afterlife. I know he likes grilled cheese. <laughs> with toothpicks. Again? Like, come on. Wow. What are you doing? Run, yeah. Run. Like, what is he doing? I don't know what he's doing. Just fucking around? Just run? Like, I'm just going to chase you for a week. Like, it's, it just seems so random. Ugh. Ugh. God. I realized the famous mud pits were there. What are you doing? Oh, this! Oh, right, this! Oh, yeah. Oh, this is great. Oh, yeah! <laughs> she said they were off, but they weren't off yet. No. Oh, she's turning it on. Oh, they were off. She's gonna turn them on, yeah. Oh, this is legendary. Yeah, this is something they have to stick with, whether it makes sense or not. Oh, it was multiple smokes came together. Yeah, the triple, the triple smoky. Maybe, maybe there is no going over. Maybe maybe the wall extends sufficiently high, mm -hmm. like up. I mean, I guess I don't know how high he can float, but I mean, they were able to just climb over it. Well, but they climbed over the, the pylon That's part. That's true. Maybe the pylon is just a gap. 
But I guess that no, begs the question, why doesn't he go through the gaps way. in the pylon? True. I thought that maybe... Maybe if I could make you think that we were in it together. Maybe I wouldn't get left behind again. Did you say live, the title? Live together, die alone? Uh... <laughs> don't tell me what I can't do. <laughs> Tabla Rasa? Uh, see you in the next life, brother. <laughs> Does that work? You have to be Scottish for that, I guess. Brother. Brother. What, you think one gun and one bullet is enough to save you? <laughs> Everybody's drinking. Yeah. It's pit oh, party. Oh, the big cookout. With the Dharma beer. Oh, he got the... He, okay, the hunting was a success. Yep. I hope you'll remember this little barbecue at your meeting later. Oh, God. Hurley told me about the boat. Oh. When did anyone around here boat? Yes, Sawyer. Since when was that a plausible plot point? <laughs> Didn't you read The Last Rider's Guide? They were going to form a democracy. <laughs> Hello? Uh, and this is just a small nod in that direction. There wasn't ever going to be no vote. There was never going to be no vote. Never gonna be no vote. <laughs> He's like progressing. Decent? That's got to be the lamest cons in the history of cons. Wasn't a con, dude. You're going to be our When is a con not a con? Is really the question. Leader. What the hell are you smoking? Jack's gone. Locke's gone. Kane Saeed. You're all we got. Where is Saeed? He's, uh... Uh, where is he? That's a good question. Did he get captured? With is he still chained to the... Oh, he's just chained to the place. I think he's still no, chained but, to the swing oh, set. Oh, okay. They, they did leave, though, but they left him chained? I assume. I mean, I don't know. Holy screws. And you did that for him, dude. You. Which what if I don't want to be the is not really what any of the other so-called leaders either. ever did, but... <laughs> That's true. They actually did, like, leadership stuff? <laughs> but I think that's what the Hurley version of the leader wants to do. Yeah, just just like when he had to pass out the food, and it was yeah. his choice. Like, totally. This is what her... This is, like, it's all about being happy, yeah. and that means food and good times. Yeah. But, like, yeah... You guys aren't necessarily safe, though, just because yeah. you're happy. But at least they're not wasting stuff, and Hurley's not keeping a secret stash in the meantime while he's, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, <laughs> half the pig is, like, behind a tree somewhere. It's just, these scenes are always so odd to me, because they could have this every night. Yeah. You know, this is the kind of thing that seems like it's a special occasion, but, like, obviously the food and the fruit is pretty easy to get here. True. Here, a whole pineapple for the baby. They can eat that, right? True. But I think, like, like okay, I, I, I pretty much never like the sentimental montages, but I think at this point, at least these characters have spent enough time together for me to, yeah. like, semi-buy this. Mm -hmm. Like, when they do it in, like, season one, episode five or something, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, like Wait. slow down, guys. Sun had her wedding ring. When did she, did she did she already lose and find that? Yeah, I think she lost and found it already. All right, good. Yeah, was that in Lost and Found? <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> Season two, episode five. Ugh, correct me if I'm wrong. 
Nice. I, that used to be really good at that. I remember that was a thing for a while. Oh, dot, 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 and found. Yeah. No, yeah. So five. Yes! That's exactly how my memory does not work. <laughs> it's, not, it's not good with stuff like that. I guess I am, or I don't know, it sticks in my mind for some reason. I have a cataloging brain sometimes. Mm-hmm. I like to sort in stuff. Associate numbers. Yeah. Jack? Jack? Hey, Jack, wake up, it's me. But I remember in the early days of Lowdown, I remember, like, throwing out episode numbers all the time. I kind of quit doing that. Because, you know, Lothpedia. You proved your point. You're great at it. Yeah, we get it. We get it. They all left. Plus, I could just be looking at them, so... Yeah. That's your secret all these years. Exactly. So, Jack got left behind, too. Yeah. I, you know, because we don't really know what's going on, it it works, but I think... You know, having seen the whole show, it's really weird what's happening. It is, yeah. It's really strange. I wanted to come back to help you. I'm sorry you saw my sex tape. And now because of me, you can't go. This is like hunting party all over again. It wasn't really Kate's fault, though. Like... (laughs) She didn't know Locke was going to go blow up the cell. Well, you know, I mean, she could take the blame for... She was the reason they went, to find him. That's true. It was her It was her plan, right? That's true. She wanted to go back for rest operation was her thing. They didn't have the motivation, remember? Right. <laughs> they just knew where to look, quote-unquote. Left. Still, though, I think her responsibility is somewhat less than Locke's. Yeah. He should at least come up in the conversation. I agree. But, yeah. That's why they replayed that. I don't care what Jack said, you know. Because it's like she defied, like, he well, yeah, told exactly. her not to come. And, yeah, so, and that's where her guilt's coming from. Is yeah. She just said, I don't care what he said. And he exactly. said for a reason. Yeah. Now we bring all the lossies over here to these smoking condos. Hell yeah, good place live to it live. Up. Woo! Behind a smoke monster fence? Hell yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, why are they going back? They really shouldn't go back. Did she even mention that the smoke monster chased them in there? And she, She's too guilty right now. Yeah, I don't think she even brought it up. No. It's amazing <laughs> the stuff they don't think they need to mention. Like, wasn't that just a little bit crazy, Kate? It's worth knowing. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Or even just to say, you know, we got attacked by the smoke monster twice in mm-hmm. 24 hours just outside of here, so. We should, yeah, it might be kind of dangerous walking out there. Yeah. So, this guy who ripped you off. What's his name, Sawyer? I can find him. James Sawyer Ford. I want to help you. I'm pregnant. It's his. Baby's his. At least that's what I'm telling him. Call the cops. (laughs) Have him locked up. Will you ever forgive your mom for calling the cops? I think she will. (laughs) (laughs) 
But see, she has to say no because then when she does, it's it's called character growth. That's true. Sorry, what were you gonna say? My name's Kate. I like Lucy better. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with Lucy. Uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, it was something. Such an awesome YMCA. Is that what it is? I think so, yeah. yeah. You? Yeah, you can visit this on the last tour. It's still there. There's like a road like right by it, but they don't show it. I would love if those were like places you could rent for like camping. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. It'd be cool to stay there like a hotel room. So they're saying. There he is. Everyone's gone. No weapons, no trail. Like they don't leave footprints. In, uh, 50 people. Look at that. You take what we can find and head out while we still got light. Come you on. think 50 people don't leave footprints? That makes no sense. Like, why are they... This should be a huge, massive trail. Why are they still preserving that? Yeah, she is. Why? She made me sandwiches. <laughs> you don't understand how you did She's blonde. Days. They left her behind, too. And that. Left behind. No one gets left behind. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch her. <laughs> They're both gonna watch her. I got my dope eyes on you, Juliet. <laughs> Don't trust her. <laughs> what do you All want, right. Morgan? Left behind. There it goes. There it goes. Yeah, so I like we said before, I think I think the Cassidy thing really helped Kate's flashback. Wow, yeah. Um Yeah, that that whole thing of wanting to know why is uh, is a really frustrating character motivation. Um, yeah, and of course and I, didn't really get an answer. And that that's why it's frustrating, because you never you either A you don't get you don't you never get the answer you want. Yeah. At the at the least, but you either get an answer, no answer, or uh, a different kind of answer. Yeah. And I feel like her answer was she basically said uh, she loved the guy even with his faults. I guess so, yeah. But but and on the in the same breath, she's like, yeah, Kate, I turned you in, which means like I don't love you for your faults. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, proportionally, I guess, because she's like, you know, you 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 kill him in cold blood, like, yeah. Uh, I feel like the big point is is this that line where she says Kate did it for herself. Yeah. Which which I don't feel like is true, but it's so pointed that it seems like it's supposed to be true. It's another one of those lines, like what we were talking about, like where a character tells another character like uh Mm-hmm. What their what their motivation is? Yeah, you did it for this reason, and that's the reason that we you said or has been explained yeah. or been presented. But this other reason that doesn't seem to gel. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, yeah, I, I don't know if we're supposed to believe that, but that it seems like she gets the final word there, and so it's it's another weird thing where like maybe we're supposed to believe that. Mm-hmm. You know, like on some level, she did just do it primarily for herself you know which wouldn't be i mean it wouldn't be that evil well i mean she was living in this household like it's not like you know what i mean like 
It affected I, her too. Well, but the fact that she put the insurance policy in the mom's name, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that's a selfish thing to do. Definitely. Uh, you know, like I, I, you know, she could have killed that guy any number of ways, but she did it in a way that made it look like an accident, right. and and the way that, uh, you know, there 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 could be something positive in it for the mom. Like, True. so it seems like she has a good case that she did it for the mom. Yeah. And I don't know what the evidence is that she did it for herself. Yeah. Or what that really would mean or say about her. Um, you know, it's not like, oh, okay, well, she always, you know, she's born to run, so she always wanted to leave the house, but she couldn't because he was alive. So right. if she killed him, she could leave. You know, like if, but she didn't want to leave the mom. You know, like, I think yeah. she thought they'd be together with some money after Yeah, this. she definitely thought that. Not yeah. that she could finally be free and escape. Like, right. Which would make sense mm-hmm. for her character, but that's not how they presented it. So it's really, True. I don't understand what they mean that, that she was selfish. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't really buy it, but. Okay, Carlton and Damon question. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> They're adding up, man. They are. We're going to have a lot of, they have a lot to answer for. It's going to be a long hour. <laughs> It's gonna be a little seventy-five minute hours. <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, times time works differently on the left slowdown. <laughs> this is scatter quite right. Exactly. It's a little stretchy. Um. So, what do you think about the main? Uh... Yeah. So, like, okay. So, yeah, the flashback, pretty good. I mean, not spectacular, but like, well done, decent. Um. You know, a few bumps, but, uh, yeah, the main plot, I like the twists. It's, uh, uh, it was kind of fun, like, you know, sort of bottle episode in a way. Yeah, they were in the jungle pretty much the whole time. Yeah. Just running from place to place. Yeah, exactly. It gave Kate and Juliet the chance to, like, have some scenes and get out some stuff and, uh, Mm -hmm. You know, the mystery of the handcuff and can you trust Juliet and what does she know and, you know, all that stuff. Like, yeah, it's uh, and of course, if I remember correctly, there's another level of deception on oh, Juliet yeah, yeah, yeah. that well, she I... hasn't revealed yet. Yeah. Well, there's there's at least one more big reveal, which is about being left behind. Yeah. Uh, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so that's what's interesting is. In this episode, we get the the first level reveal that okay, Juliet, uh, this was a plan of hers to yeah. uh, supposedly make Kate think that they were in it together. Mm-hmm. So she, you know, she she had the handcuffs, she saved her, they yeah. she dragged him out there, whatever. Uh, but uh, you know, but she had she the reveal is she had the key to the handcuffs all the time. Yeah. So it's interesting that you you know by the end of the episode, especially with what Jack says, like we we want to trust her. Right. After she just revealed to be untrustworthy. And then later, you know, there's another reveal. And it's kind of like, well, we just set this up, guys. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, uh, but you didn't ask if I was a liar, you know. Right. Uh, It's like she wasn't even left behind. Yeah. You know, so it's like they left her there with a mission. Mm-hmm. And so it's like the whole, the final line is like bullshit. Saeed's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, the, but you don't, you don't think that, you know, the way they play it. Mm-hmm. It feels very genuine. It's, and it, and I thought it was a strange kind of, uh, uh, grouping of words where, where, 
Jack's like, she's coming with us. And Sai's like, why? And he goes, because she was left behind too, which if you think about that logic, it kind of means the reason we're going back to the beach is because we were all left here. Mm-hmm. And like, that doesn't make sense. No, you guys are going back to the beach because that's your home. Right. Because you guys are the losties. Right. That doesn't mean, that doesn't include her. Yeah. You know, just because she was left behind doesn't mean she needs to come with you. Yeah. It was just, I mean, you know, you, you get what he's saying, but if you break it down, it, it's a weird, it's a weird kind of logic, but. Yeah, it's more like the others left her behind. Yeah. That's so what why she's going back. We also got left behind, but. Yeah, like he's trying to say, I feel like he's trying to get to, she's one of us now because they left her. Yeah. She's not, she's not one of them anymore. Yeah, I think that's the idea. But that's the leap because it's, it's specifically not true and it shouldn't be true just on the face of it. And that's not why they're going back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, it's, I mean, it sort of is in a way, like, in effect, but not you directly. I mean, they would want to go back to the camp anyway, yeah. whether they got left behind or not. Yeah. But her getting left behind is the reason why he thinks she should come because they, you know, they've abandoned her. And it's like, like you're saying, she's, she's basically one of them now. Yeah. At least that's, you know, what he wants to say. Exactly. And so, yeah, but it's just, it's funny that like his whole, he's just wrong. Yeah. (laughs) But, and you know, this also is coming from, you know, she, she was the one with the, with the cards, you know, who Mm -hmm. sort of tried to start this, this rebellion against Ben and Jack to kill him. So, she right. does have that that you know that uh, history of being um, of wanting to get out of the others. That's true. True. And and ultimately that is where the story's going. Yes. You know, but they're not quite ready to go there all the way yet. There's yeah. kind of a middle ground where well she has this final mission and that's where she really has to decide where her loyalties are. And so oh. like this whole premise is faulty. Yeah. Faulty premise, the, uh, the, the sequel to Faulty Towers. <laughs> Faulty? What's wrong with them? <laughs> They're breaking down. Um, the, okay, so that, yeah, uh, I like that the Kate, uh, Kate and Juliet together was, was, that was a pretty good story. And then of course, Smokey coming to the picture. We get a lot, we get a, a couple more pivotal mm-hmm. little, little bits of smokiness. Yeah, we get the scanning and we yeah. get the fence thing. Yeah, which um, is crazy. Which are both actually pretty big reveals. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't really know what the scanning means. Um, but I guess, uh, I guess we could maybe draw the conclusion based on Echo's story if we wanted to. Um, it's like reading them and, you know, Mm-hmm. learning about their lives or something learning learning memories that it might exploit later yeah yeah i mean smoky has a history of coming to people and d- doing something to figure out what how he's going to manipulate them and who he's going to appear to them as yeah uh but it was it was it was a strange effect though because it was such yeah obviously camera flashes in their face and yeah uh it just looked weird it did, and they don't portray it like that again, as you said. Um, there, there's a few things like that, a few bits of imagery that they use a little bit and then abandon, and it's like, yeah, they just didn't quite work or work. Yeah, and it's probably like from director to director too. Like, yeah, a, a director will get to do something for the first time on a show, and then later they're like, yeah, we didn't really like that or yeah, change it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the cave, like they didn't like the cave set, so they abandoned it. You know, it's just like the practicalities of shooting it and. 
you know, they they use it, but then they're like, but we can kind of do something different later. Mm -hmm. That's more like what we want. You know? The uh, uh, the the smoky in three pieces was I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I I feel like you know that 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 seems to suggest he could be multiple people at once. I remember reading some crackpot theories along those lines that that it smoke if smoky can split up then yeah then presumably and I believe we'll have to we'll see when we get there if it sort of makes sense. But I think there's a point in the story in season five where he is in two places at once. Mm-hmm. Um, where he's Christian in the barracks and he's Locke on the Hydra Island. I think that happens. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. And so, uh, so I guess he can do that. It's another one of those like crazy awesome powers that he really underuses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, even if he's stuck as being Locke in season six, he could be Locke in two places. You know, that would be cool. You know, like, <laughs> Locke's over here, Locke's over there. Which one's Locke? They both are, not really. You know, mm-hmm. like, that's, I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of it's like the dream, uh, haunting the dreams, making the dreams. Like, I think that's another one of his powers that he underutilizes. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the telekinesis. For sure. You know, like, there's there's a lot of weird stuff with, like, yeah, he could do this, but, nah, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not, like, a big thing he's going to use all the time. Yeah. I wonder what the explanation is for his his, his sort of uh, spotty, intermittent use of some of these powers. Um Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they would say, but it is, it is strange. And, you know... With the claiming, he he claims he doesn't claim. Right. So I feel like the dream, I feel like that would be his explanation about the dreams, too. Like, oh, I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he's yeah. got these passive powers that they just kind of happen. His control, yeah. Like, somehow they, they enforce his will without his knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a like a subconscious that you know how yeah. there's all these biological processes going on to keep you alive that you're not willing to happen. Yeah, and I, and I guess you know since he's the product of this consciousness being put in the power of the island, it sort of makes sense that there would be this new being would have these involuntary sort of processes going on. You know, that that brings up an idea that I think is pretty interesting that they didn't actually do on the show, which which or or if they did could explain kind of what we're talking about here, these kind of passive powers. The idea that like, you know, um evil incarnate being attached to the spirit of of uh Titus Welliver. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's sort of more than some of its parts in a way, you know, where there's this, he, there's this conscious stuff he can do, but because he's, he is attached to something bigger than himself, it's doing other things he's not aware of. Yeah. Like that would have been an interesting thing to make, to, to state on the show, you know, with the things like the claiming and the dreams and yeah. all the other powers that, that he doesn't A, take credit for, or B, it doesn't seem like he uses consciously all the time. Yeah. That would have been an interesting thing to say. Well, the reason is because he's got this other force attached to him with its own will. Yeah. And uh, and that could have led to an interesting conflict between, like, needing to, you know, uh, remedy this force, remedy the evil incarnate right. back in the cave or do whatever, kill him, 
because it's like like even why like even it, it would even could explain why everyone would die in the world yes. off the island. Yes. Like like he doesn't think it's true, but that's only but it's only because he doesn't understand that there's a bigger envelope of evil around him that right. that can do things he's not in control of. Like if that had been true, like if they had made that true on the show explicitly, mm-hmm. that could have gone a long way to I think repairing some of these problems with how they portrayed uh, his powers. The, but if that I I think there's some passive evidence that something like that is true, but yeah. Uh, I still would say, why didn't Jacob just tell him that? You know? Like, I, well, maybe Jacob didn't know. Jacob didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But then, then why is Jacob keeping him trapped there? I mean, why this idea of like, what's going to happen when he leaves? I mean, I'm just assuming that, you know, the people saying that, like, they, maybe they don't know, but they at least think that something Mm -hmm. like that's going on. Well, okay, I think, I think we have to unpack this, right? There's the, there's, there's the central thing where, uh, oh god, I hope I can keep this train of thought, it makes sense. <laughs> there's the central thing where, uh, where, okay, you have, you have, um, I'll, okay, I'll call him Man in Black. So Man in Black mm-hmm. is the actual human being before he gets killed yeah. by Jacob, okay? So, you have Man in Black. Who, right. who gets attached to Evil Incarnate with, you know, Smokey. The Smokey. Or Jacob's brother, you could call him. If you Jacob's brother, yeah, it might be. Uh, but, but he, so, so you have these two parts to him, right? So that's kind of the central thing. Now I think from Jacob's perspective, he can believe that his brother should not leave the island without knowing explicitly that Part of the reason is he's got this evil on him. You know, I think like to him, he's not necessarily going to see the distinction of the two, right? Like he might not say, well, to your question, why does he just tell him that? Like, I don't know if he would articulate from this like crackpot theory we're going with. I don't know if he would articulate, hey, brother, you can't leave the island because you have this evil force attached to you. I think he might just say you're evil. (laughs) Oh. You know, like he might not know that there's things yeah. he, like uh his brother, man in black, can't control. You know what I mean? Like I feel like that distinction is is like a microscopic thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jacob not wanting man in black to leave the island is a macro macro thing. Right. Uh and I, I you know, that's obviously splitting hairs, but I feel like maybe maybe it's it's something there's a nuance there to that where he just knows he doesn't want evil to leave, but he's not necessarily saying um you know, he doesn't see the distinction between like man in black leaving the island and and consciously killing everybody, and man in black leaving the island and passively killing everybody mm-hmm. with this evil attached to him. But I mean, doesn't he have to? I mean, I assume the person that he thinks is evil is Smoke Monster, Man in Black, right? Like, I I assume he doesn't think that his human brother was like evil incarnate. Right? Well, I think he, I think he thinks he is now, right? Like, like, they're linked together. Cause he saw his brother's dead body, right? Yeah. So I think he's like, well, my brother's gone. There's his brother's no- dead body's Adam. <laughs> his brother's dead body is Adam. Uh, and his mother's Eve. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so I feel, I feel like he's, he's looking at it from that perspective. If that makes sense. No, or at least I don't get it. I, so, so, okay. Uh, like, like, 
I feel like he the part the part that's evil mm-hmm. that he thinks is evil is not his brother's consciousness. It's what happened to him. It's the stuff that happened to him in the cave. Yeah, I guess I'm tra- I'm trying right? to, I'm trying to paint the picture that he doesn't see a difference, right? That that once once he saw his you know once he saw his brother's dead body he's like hey my brother's dead what's left is man in black what's it's not is, his brother anymore it's not his brother it's this evil incarnate thing that mm-hmm. can't look like my brother sometimes or that might be my brother in a sense but I feel like the distinction that there is man in black and the evil is something man in black would see from his perspective but Jacob like, doesn't think, think but Jacob doesn't thing. see that because he's you know he saw his brother's dead body and now all he thinks left is this evil that shouldn't leave the island this is something I wish they had elaborated on in the show you know like yeah that's what I'm saying like if they had made like you, you I agree like they had some passive uh evidence to support the idea but if they had explicitly stated that um that would have that would have that would have because then it would have it actually would have given him a pass mm-hmm. for all these things that don't make sense yeah you know and it would have made him a, a bit more interesting it's like wow these you know he can uh be responsible for dreams but not in a conscious way so yeah it's, it makes him you know it makes it gives him less superpowers right you know it makes him influential but uh he can't just give everybody a dream to go kill themselves or something right Right. And there, and it, it it also makes it sort of like he was claimed too, you know? Mm-hmm. Like there's this evil force attached to him. He's the original claimant. Yeah, exactly. That wow. like obeys his will, but he, yeah, he, he, it's sort of out of his control at this point. Actually, that, yeah, and I feel like that, that really should have been the villain on the show was the yeah. evil incarnate. You know, what, what, you know, whatever was in the light cave, that should have been, mm-hmm what was what was evil and it should have been like it was in it was in titus's body and then it got into Locke's body mm-hmm. but it's a thing that's neither one of them right and that's what needs to be destroyed you know that's what doesn't need doesn't have a name you know yeah. like Jacob's brother yes. had a name yes but exactly. it's this evil incarnate that didn't have a name because yeah. it doesn't have a, a name it's not a thing it's not a person because Jacob's brother wasn't a force of evil. He's exactly. just a guy that grew yeah, up. Yeah, like I, I feel like that's where it goes wrong. I that, agree. That is where it goes wrong. I like they almost did that, but yeah. then they didn't. They didn't. <laughs> they got close. They did something close to it. Um, and then, it's sort of at the you know at the last second, they just completely uh, dropped the ball, and and they and they conflated the two. I, they, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? The conflation. Yes. They made it so that what the brother wanted is the same thing the evil wants. Yes. And so it makes it seem like, oh, it's just They're a continuation same. of him. They're the same thing. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And that, you know, it, because we've seen story points like this before, I feel like, you know, where these things are conflated and it seems like, you know, A and B are the same thing. And it's like, no, they're supposed to be different. Um, I wonder if they're supposed to be different, if it's just a coincidence, you know, mm-hmm. that they couldn't really get around that. But, um, yeah. I, I mean, there, is there a line? I feel like there should be a line, like, where, you know, Man in Black's in a scene and, and Jacob, you know, and he tells Jacob, what makes you think I'm your brother? Is there a line yeah. like that? No. Isn't there some line about, 
Uh, or maybe it's when Man in Black is locked. I, I feel like you're thinking of his scene with Echo, where he says that, basically. Oh, Remy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, Yemi. 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 Oh, sorry. <laughs> Yemi. Uh, Remy. Remy, yeah. You know, the, the, uh, the Cajun, uh, <laughs> character came on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You speak to me as if I were your brother. Yeah. Like, see, yeah, if he said that to Jacob, it could, it could be a completely different story. Yeah. And, and it I would make sense. Would, yeah, and it would it would make sense that that Smokey, as the evil incarnate, is able to take different forms mm-hmm. if it's not, you know, a man. Right. <laughs> uh and uh Yeah, wow, I feel like that, that clears that clears a lot of things up. Oh definitely. If, if you separate it out. Yeah. And you don't just say there's the smoke monster when he's not in, in Titus Welliver form, but like mm-hmm. there's a smoke monster that has its own wants. Right. And things. But is linked to Titus because of what Jacob did. Um but but you could even like say, okay, well that's you know, but then it switches hosts when Locke comes back to the island. You know? Uh and it's not attached to him anymore. It's attached to like Locke's body or something. That would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that solves a lot of a lot of things if you separate it out, and then you say, "Well, it's just a coincidence that you know what the evil wanted was out of the light cave. You know, it, it wanted to escape all these eons. Yeah. Uh, but now that it's in a form on the island, it wants to escape the island, which is just the coincidence that right the it got attached to the one man who wanted to leave the island. I mean, I think it's possible to believe that with what we were shown, mm-hmm. I, but I, I feel like there's just, there's a lot of really strong, I feel like they did a lot of work to make, like, the, you know, the crappier version true, you know? Yeah, yeah, they did. Like, it's like, why why are you emphasizing what they have in common so much if the point is going to be they're different things? See, I feel like it's, it's, it's two, it's, it's, it's two things, right? It's either... Either A, it's more how they showed it, but they need to emphasize that, that Man in Black is unaware of the evil he carries, like the magnitude of the evil that's on him, so mm-hmm. that's why he shouldn't leave the island. Or it's B, you separate Man in Black and the evil incarnate. Mm-hmm. You know, and... I mean, I could buy a version of this story where, you know, he's been corrupted by it. Like, yes. the evil has taken well, it him should, over. right? It should. It's, yeah. it's, it's like a parasite. It should, it should have bended him to its will over the centuries. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, he doesn't even fully realize it, but this evil has sort of overtaken him. And- yeah, that would have been so much more interesting that he, he's just a puppet in all this, like all the, like everybody else to yeah. his plans. Like, he's being, he's being controlled too. Like, he's, he's a cog in the will of the evil leaving the island. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like, this is the evil's way of escaping. Yeah, you know? he's the loophole. He is the loophole. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he was his own loophole. <laughs> he was his own loophole. Oh, wow. Nobody saw that coming. The evil, now I feel like we, we cut to, like, a, a, a pre-episode before Across the Sea that's, like, uh, underneath the cave. 
Mm-hmm. Have, like you have like a light brother and yep. a smoke monster brother, yep. and they're arguing yep. <laughs> about if they can leave the light cave. Yep. And he's like, "There's no way you can leave the light cave. I won't let you leave." And then this this was his way to leave the light cave. And yeah. Then, and then try to leave the island. And he's like, "I'm gonna like, find a loophole." Yeah. And his loophole was to get attached to a living person <laughs> so he could leave the light cave, and then yep. that person needs to leave the island. And exactly. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Yikes. Um, yeah, I kind of wish uh, they would have they would have been more specific about the, that stuff. Um, but you know, I mean, they, they obviously want things to sort of be up to interpretation. But when you mm-hmm. when you're characterizing a character's like powers and uh, abilities, it's it's strange when it, when that kind of stuff is muddled and it's like, well, he gave a couple people some dreams, like. Did it matter that they were maybe more susceptible to the dreams? You know, they were in a place to receive them. Uh, did, did that is that why it happened? You know, um, but yeah, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna bring up the fence. Okay. Um, because I mean, this is where we learn that thing about the yeah. fence, and. Uh, I feel like they never gave us a satisfactory explanation of the fans. I mean, sure, I'll buy, I guess, that there's a fence and it works. It, he can't go through the fence. Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. But what I feel like they kind of owed us was, like, did, like, I, I feel like in the Dharma flashbacks or something, like, there should have been some way to address, like, when they built that fence, did they know that it would do that? Did they design it to do that? Was it just a happy accident? Like, what's what's sort of the history of that? You know? Yeah. Because I, I feel think, like yeah, it's unclear. They, there should have been a scene where they discovered that this fence that was built to keep people out also kept the smoke monster out. Yeah, and, like, that's sort of, I feel like, a hole in the Dharma story is that they, like, the smoke monster doesn't appear at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I feel like the smoke monster's um, plan and also, like, uh, you know, just his general involvement in all sorts of things, leave me to believe that, like, it would have made more sense if he made an appearance there and they could have had the opportunity to have a discussion of the fence with the people who built it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like there should have just been a line about, you know, like... What what did Dharma even think of the smoke monster? Like, I'm sure they knew about it. Stobor, right? I mean, you know, Cerberus events or whatever, you know, all that nonsense. Like, yeah, they knew something was out there. But, like, were they going to try to study it? Uh, you know, did they figure that out by doing readings or did, you know what I mean? Like, there's all sorts of... Well, and add to this Unanswered discussion question. that that Widmore knows what it does too, right? You know, so that means that the others back in the day when he was leading them found out about the fence. So it's, right. it's knowledge, yeah, that exists that people like, know. I'm assuming. I mean, Juliet knows about it. Obviously, she knows about it from the others. But like, I'm assuming Dharma knew about it, and you know either by spying or Ben or whatever, you know, the others found out. Yeah. I'm inclined to believe that, uh, that they built the fence 
to keep Smokey out, and the the uh, the, the the secondary effect is it also kills people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like that's true too, and I just I I feel like it didn't need to be like a major plot, but I just it feels weird that they didn't talk about they didn't talk about the smoke monster at all. To me, it's just yeah. I I think they they needed. I think that's what you can't really kind of guess at is is the inception of the idea to build the wall yeah. and how they were able to build it without Smokey like interfering with them. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like if he if if he knew that they were building like how long would it take to build all those pylons, right? It, and it's protecting a very large area. That's why I'm thinking I'd, I'd be more inclined to think it's against Smokey versus uh, just regular people coming to the island because it's protecting mm-hmm. such a huge area. And, uh, you know, you can build regular fences that are cheaper and easier to build if you want to just keep normal people right. out. Absolutely. Uh, you build a sonic fence if you're trying to keep a smoke monster out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and, uh, so, but yeah, but I mean, if they're busy bu- building pylons, and, and if he, you know, he could have, you know, came and destroyed them, uh, before it got activated, you know, so it's kind of the, the whole idea of like, they built this without him knowing is kind of weird too. Yeah. Yeah, it, it must have taken some time, and yeah, it's, it just seems unlikely. But and the and the whole sort of correlation with the Ash line also makes that weird because it seems like a seems like it's analogous to that. In yeah, some it's it's like a technology version of the Ash. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's like Daniel should have like looked at a sample of the Ash and said mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this the Ash vibrates very." <laughs> High frequencies, you know, some weird thing, you know, that it's it's all high frequencies that keep them out. <laughs> That's really funny. I could see a show doing that. Like, I could see a show like, say, Fox's Wayward Pines doing something like that. <laughs> that was definitely not Lost Style. Like, yeah. going going that specific, like, they never did that, I think. Yeah. Um, But it, in a way, it would be cool. Like, I guess I don't need full answers but i just felt like it should have been addressed mm-hmm. you know and they just decided to ignore it completely <laughs> yeah which i think is a bit weird yeah i uh that's a question for carlton damon like why did they not bring smoky up during that time period yeah and i also wanted the cabin during that time yeah um, you know which would tie in since horace was there very prominently um and I found it frustrating if they didn't address that either. But I, but I guess, I guess the, I guess they answered that in the sense that Horace just built a cabin, and you know he didn't know it was going to get used in such a crazy way. Yeah, basically, <laughs> like the craziest he, timeshare ever. Like he wasn't in on it. You know, it's very doubtful that he had any yeah. idea that these crazy supernatural beings would inhabited him and stuff. Yeah, for sure. You know, but we didn't know that at the time. I mean, we didn't know what what they were in on. Crazy Dharma, you know? Craziness. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I guess that's answered, but still, though. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, in general, uh, yeah, I think it's the kind of this is the kind of episode where you you know they set us up for uh, another big change happening. So finally, Jack is leaving. Mm-hmm. He's going back to the beach for the, the beginning of the season, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, he hasn't been bad. He'd been there since season two when yeah. he was, you know, when he left to go with Michael and. Wow. You know, yeah. It's been a long time. So yeah, this is, what is this, 15? They're, they're not even there yet. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. They're not just going to teleport over there. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think season three is really the start of, like, breaking everything up. Mm-hmm. You know, these people over here, these people over there, we'll follow these people, and then those yeah, people. Yeah, there was so much of that, and so many people on the move. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think season two just doesn't have as much of that, or season one. They're, they're more centralized, and they go off, but they come back. Mm-hmm. You know? And now it becomes more, like, compartmentalized. Yeah, more segmented. Yeah, exactly. And and season four is, I mean, the rest of the seasons are like that, basically. Yeah. Um, it's it's interesting that, that uh, the others decided to leave the, the Dharma camp. Uh, yeah. Soon, you know, and I, I guess we'll find out maybe from their perspective why they did that. Um, but it's... We will, I think. But it might be a while. <laughs> yeah, I forget what happens. Um, yeah. But it, it's weird to me that, you know, ostensibly they they want to leave because, well, the Lossies know where they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, why don't you just keep the fence on? Yeah, yeah, wouldn't be that I mean, uh, I guess, well, actually, I, I guess the answer to that is the fence was on and they got over the fence. Right. Okay. Which, which yeah, would sort of work. And I believe... Which proves that, yeah, it's not a safe place. Yeah, yeah. And I think they're going to the temple now, which yeah. is more secretive. Well, and it has a real security system. And right? it has, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah. Um, but I think your question was also a good one, which is, why don't they just move in there? Oh man, yeah, that's such a huge like. It's 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 ready. People were just living mm-hmm. there. It's prime for. About 50 people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which is a damn good, like, estimate for how many people they need to live there. Wow. So, yeah. It seems ready-made for that. And they basically do that. I mean, they live there in season four for a bit. They Mm -hmm. live there with Dharma. Like, they sort of do that. But it's weird that no one... They get to use the set on the show, but it's not like the Losties just all move in there for... Yeah. It's weird that they don't... That's, it doesn't even seem like that's a consideration. Yeah. It's like, nah, we're going back to the beach. We're going to beach it out. Like, it'd be, it'd be fine if they're like, well, why don't we just live here, you know? And then somebody mm-hmm. says, well, they, they could come back at any moment, you know? And then the right. fine. It's, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. But I still, though, I mean, it's a lot of amenities there. I mean, did you see those houses? <laughs> Is hey. that, I know some plumbing got worked on earlier uh, by a certain notable doctor. It's very true. They had a surgeon. Very true. Great curb appeal. Mm-hmm. All the houses look the same. They got they got secret rooms. Yeah, they got rooms where you can call Smokey. <laughs> yeah, don't mention that. Yeah. Oh man, that's 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 something that needed to be in the Dharma stuff. If they're gonna throw in the smoke monster, I need oh, to. Oh, how that ties in! I need to understand the Dharma house that's built on top of the summoning chamber. Mm-hmm. Cause like, how did that happen, and why did they? I just—it's weird that they have that. Yeah. You know, cause that's not, you know, I mean, it's weird that that exists at all, but 
it's weird that it's in the Dharma camp. Yeah. You know, because it's not, it feels like something like that should be in the temple or something or some older, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not in like a really recent structure. Like that, what are the, you know, what are the chance, what are the odds that they would build their Dharma camp on top of this, this, this special site? Yeah. Um, exactly. And is it a coincidence that they did that and tried to keep Smokey out with the sonic fans? Exactly. You know? Exactly. That's that's what I'm wondering. Like, was there some incident they summoned him and didn't mean to? Or, I mean, like, how did that? I don't know. I mean, I know they are not going to go into a lot of detail about that, but it just feels like there's a lot of potential there for something to be said. I think I think I think uh, Smokey attacking Dharma was called for. Like, we should have some interaction with that at some point. And then a few people say some lines and, you know. Yeah. We just get at least like some maybe, idea. maybe just to trigger something with Dharma. Like, okay, yeah. well, uh, you know, well now we need to double our efforts at the, at the orchid station because mm-hmm. of this, you know, or, you yeah. know, some, it should have, it should have been something that, 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 uh, prompts them to do, to, to react in some way that, you know, that's part of their story. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's strange that that just kind of got overlooked that he, what was he on vacation during the 70s? <laughs> that's what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. He was just like chilling on the beach or something. Yeah. Like catching some rays and takes every know. other decade off. Maybe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. The seventies, man. That kind of works, right? Like he took the seventies off. He's yep. active in the eighties. He came back to the claim Russo's team. Yeah. yeah. And then he took the 90s off. Took the 90s off, sure. And he's back in the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. No, I like that theory, actually. (laughs) Every other decade. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, because then, well, the show has some time in the 50s. I don't remember Mm -hmm. Smokey in the 50s. Well, he's sort of in the 50s. There is some uh, question about that. Uh, He's, you know... Locke goes down the well and Christian comes out. Yes. Um, that's, uh, that's one of those last plot points that's kind of, uh, difficult. <laughs> Cause it's like, is it in the past? If so, how is he Christian? Mm-hmm. Um, is he time traveling? Did they switch to a different time period than what's above? Like, there are all sorts of. Yeah, I remember that. Unclear. I think actually that time's not the fifties. It's like super old times where like the statue's still up. Oh. If I remember right. Because like before the orchid, the well was there. You know? Yeah. Like the orchid was sort of built on top of where the well was, and that's why you could get to the donkey wheel. Yeah. You know? But then they go back to this old time and, and he climbs down there. Um, but it's even crazier if it's like pre 1800s and he's appearing as Christian Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the fact that they had the orchid over, over the, the donkey wheels place, I, I guess that, that, that might have been their rationale to, or, you know, in the same, uh, explanation of, of Dharma building the, the barracks over yeah. where you can call it. True. Uh, but you know how they knew that is a different question. But uh mm-hmm. I guess at least there's two of those examples. Mm-hmm. So we need three for 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 pattern. <laughs> right now it's just a coincidence. That's true. That's true. 
I mean, the Swan Station is a little bit like that with the the pocket or whatever that is. You know, it's it's sort of an islandy thing. I guess it's not a yeah. structure, but yeah, yeah. I guess they kind of fit. I mean, they definitely place buildings at important sites. Yeah. Um, I guess the the barracks one is just weird because it's specifically smoky and right. Uh, not necessarily the energy uh, magnetism connection. True, true. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But, uh, okay, um... But yeah, now, I mean... Yeah. Now that I think about it, the... What was I talking about? The Smoke Monster thing? Um, was it a Smoke Monster thing? What was I talking about? That's my train of thought. I had a new thought, but I forgot what it was about. Um, smoky, Dharma, building on sites, magnetism. Uh... Oh, yeah, 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 right. So, like, maybe he read, you know, he scanned Locke or something, mm-hmm. and he could get Christian from there because he had already talked to him at that point. Oh. But that gives him a crazy level of, like, time traveling improvisation. You know, like, if he sees Locke in this old time and he's like, oh, uh, oh, I, I talked to you in the cabin later as, as this guy. Yeah, like, so, like, like, first of all, the problem is he knows he's going to be around for the next thousand years or whatever. Yeah. Uh, cause he's got, he's reading this guy's memories from the future where right. he exists. So that's kind of awkward. That's like, totally. well, I guess I can do whatever, I, depending on what version of time travel you believe is true, mm-hmm. I can. I'm either in a new timeline now, or I can do whatever I want, and it's predetermined that uh, I will end up in the future that I saw. Right. Uh, which is which is very strange. But I mean, yeah, I mean, is that how he gets the loophole? It's not even. It's it, it doesn't even start with him sending Locke back in time. It's just like it's even before you know to the 50s. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, that previous time period in the in the ancient past. Like he's reading his mind and knowing. I, I guess that's the thing is he can. Like the first point in time and chronologically where he knows about the loophole, he's already created the loophole. Right. That's really awkward. Thanks, exactly. Yeah, and I feel like that's that's an aspect of the loophole that's like kind of interesting and crazy, and they don't quite make it explicit. Yeah. You know, they do have him uh, in the future. You know, in the sort of present time, go. Go to where Locke tra- travels in and, oh, tell him you have to bring your friends back and tell him he has to die, you know. So they have that idea of, like, in the future, he sets up his own loophole in the past. But yeah. I guess this would be, like, a crazier version of that where past him realizes that future him has already done the loophole. Yeah. And, and, that's, and then that's part of the loophole. That's part of the loophole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, his awareness of the time travel is, is something, it's something I want in my loophole-centric episode. Yeah. Because I think he, I think there's evidence that he manipulated the time travel. He's involved there at several steps. He's the one who initiated it by telling Locke to move the island. Uh, you know, he, uh, is there when Locke stops it. And Locke time travels to the point where he can tell him to die later. So it just feels like he's totally, you know, 
manipulating that whole series of events, but they never really say that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I feel like when, when, was it Sawyer, Sawyer and, and, uh, Man and Bike go to the cave? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like it, he should have, like, pulled down, you know, one of those, like, projector screen or, like, a chalkboard. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, like, Blaster of Map Part 2. But it's just, like, a, a, a flow chart of, like, yes. his loophole and, and cross-reference with, like, the timeline. And it's, like, this crazy schematic. And he's, like, this took me forever to get right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, like, primer or something. And this yeah. is what Smokey 1 did. Yeah. But Smokey 2 did something else. <laughs> Yeah, because he realized Smokey One made a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so the first time it was like this, and then I then I told myself not to do that. <laughs> and it goes through time, and yeah, it's crazy. It's totally crazy. Wow. And that's what I wanted. That's yeah, all. That's all I wanted too. <laughs> I wanted the island to be a, a, a spaceship prison from another dimension. I mean, that's where my brain was by the end of the show. I remember that. I remember that. And, and like, Jacob is, like, the, the, the time warden or something. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, which sounds like a horrible reveal, but I was really <laughs> ready for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was definitely not that show. Like, it would never no. be. It would they never were never going to do that. They were never going to have... Uh, a hard sci-fi answer. Yeah, and I feel like that should have been clear by season six, but mm-hmm. I, I was still, I was expecting a reveal like that. Yeah, I mean, I we had the alternate timeline, and they're, they're gonna have to get together. Like, even, and... even knowing that these, the answers are all metaphysical and yeah. all interpretational, I'm still thinking, well, they're gonna give us a <laughs> specific answer that's right. gonna be some crazy technology. You know, I think partly because you think. Of you know who's writing the show, you think oh that they want something cool and uh, unique and and uh, but they I, I guess you could argue they got that but they went mm-hmm. in a non-specific way and yeah made, yeah. made this whole thing about uh, a show about uh, what happens uh, when you die yeah and how you should live your life right two questions everyone was asking right <laughs> that's why I watch mystery shows yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do find something appealing about the way they do things, obviously, as we do podcast number. What are we doing? <laughs> 145. 145. I hope you find something appealing by now. <laughs> but it, it is frustrating in other ways. I like to think that usually when I ask for things, like, there's a way for them to give them to me, but still in, you know, still lost style. Like, they don't have to abandon their principles to have a loophole-centric episode, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because they still don't have to explain everything in detail. I just want to see, like, some of the gears of his plan. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I think it's like you want you want the, you want want them to prove it. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't just say something's true or intimate something's true because there's so much of that going on. Yeah, um, exactly. But, like, actually prove it's true. Yeah. Actually show something that supports whatever idea you're communicating to the audience about this, about the topic. I think, I think I totally have that same sentiment of, like, yeah, I don't want you to, like, write something that's not in the keeping with the show that you, they've set up. But, like, um, 
you can't get away with hinting at things for every single thing. Yeah. And going, you know, well, that's this is what they said it was. There's mm-hmm. no proof of that. Yeah. But they said it a lot. Yeah. Does that count? Mm-hmm. Even though there are repeated examples where that doesn't count because mm-hmm. people say stuff and it's just wrong. It's lies. It's yeah. misinterpretation. It's any number of yeah. things. So I, I I just feel like it's too pivotal of a plot point to just not address, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and I going into season six, I really thought that was going to be something they felt the need to explain. You know, and I'm sometimes I'm just surprised that they feel the need to explain, like, how Richard got to the island and how he can live forever, whereas they don't feel the need to explain how the smoke monsters plan worked, Mm -hmm. you know, because it feels like the second thing is much more important. (laughs) It's the it's the main driving force behind arguably the whole show, if not just the latter part of the show. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you think, you think they would want to explain that, uh, because it's your main villain's motivation and the way he is uh, trying to accomplish it. And, 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 like, as they are illustrating, it's very interesting. You know, Absolutely. that's what, that's what's strange is, like, the more interesting something is, the less likely they are to. <laughs> <laughs> The really yeah, boring stuff they have no problem with. Oh, tons of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll do that. We'll do three episodes on that. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like actually explaining like the, the stuff that's really the most interesting. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Like the crazier it is, the more they run away from it. Yeah. It's which, very strange. Which makes sense in a way of like not wanting to ruin it, not wanting right. to uh, limit the possibility in the, in the viewer's mind. Yeah. But I think when it comes Break to, spell. when it comes to like a plot kind of thing though, when it comes to, I feel like you could get away with that in character stuff, but like when it mm-hmm. comes to how does A lead to B lead to C, I feel like that's where it is important to, to be more specific. Yeah. Um, especially when it's somebody's plan, because that is their evidence of, of, of being interesting, you know, of, mm-hmm. of, them being, uh, you know, that's why, you know, from like a sort of like uh, Walking Dead or something, you know, people's plans are great because how are they going to survive? What's your plan? You know? Yeah. Uh, and I and I think like yeah, with with Man in Black having a plan, uh, the the most audacious plan in history, some might say. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Jesus Jesus came back from the dead, but like. <laughs> Men in Black is, is has a time traveling loophole, so yeah. you know I don't know which which is better, but um, it's hard to be both. Bad. Both are of legend. Absolutely. I mean, I've dreamed about this episode. Like, it's something I want so badly, and I I'm already with my previously unlost. I see you found your loophole. Yes, I did, and you have no idea what I went through to be here. Oh man, like, that'd be so good. And then it does that, that whoosh sound. Yes. And it flashes back to, oh wow. Exactly. It's the perfect setup for that. Yeah, you hooked me. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see that so badly. <laughs> it's like, because that suggests some big, crazy, elaborate plan. He wouldn't talk about how, how difficult it was to pull off if, if it were as simple as, well, you know, uh, I, uh, I'm gonna get somebody else to kill kill you for me mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Like, it, if it's that simple, like, I, it shouldn't be that difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, you already tried to do that before, and now this person's gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> like, I feel like there's gotta be more to it than that, and I, I think you could easily have a whole episode about that. And it would be sort of like the Nikki and Paolo episode, dare I say. <laughs> Where basically we see a lot of these events from his point of view. Oh, for sure. Uh, or I was even going to say kind of like the time travel episode where, like, you know, we see from Sawyer's perspective. Absolutely, we see, yeah. like, uh, Kate and uh, Claire giving birth. Like, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing where we we get his perspective on some of these other events that have happened and, like, what yeah. he's going to do because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I... Um, yeah, it could, it could have is... just done a lot to like tie the thing together, mm-hmm. explain how he felt about the hatch and his manipulations there, explain the cabin, or at least like, I, I, I mean, maybe that's going too far, but at least like, give us a little more context yeah. <laughs> for those things, you know, while, while still preserving some mystery. I mean, I don't think they would have to lose it to have something like that, but it would just be like, yes, he manipulated the time travel. Well, and it has to start with after, okay, I see you found your loophole. Yes, you have no difficult blah, blah, blah. Then it flashes back. I feel like it's got to flash back to uh, what the loophole is. Yes. And somebody saying, well, you know, you can never do X, Y, Z. I'll find my loophole. Yeah. You know, and then we get a clear context of what he means by loophole. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, and so you can tie that back to what they actually say. Yeah. Uh, and then you can get into the, like, details about how the plan came together and, and, and had to change, I'm sure, over time. Um, but yeah, and then, and then you pick the, the three or four biggest moments in the loophole and you dramatize them. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you, you, you know, you show what he was thinking (laughs) and why he thought it would work and, and, um, you know, and I think the other, the other problem with the loophole and the, and that scene when, when, uh, when Jacob gets killed is part of that is, is mired in the, the idea that Jacob and his brother can't hurt each other. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, is that all you mean about the loophole? Mm-hmm. That like you found a way to hurt me? Right. Because you can't do it directly, you know, or is it deeper than that? Right. Yeah, I agree. It's it's unclear. Something they could have addressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, like you say, like if they would have like in this episode you're talking about, like uh you flash back and they're, you know, one day I'll be able to hurt you can't hurt me, one day I will be able to, I'll find a loophole and I'll you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean he says that. They yeah. have a, they have that scene. They, yeah, 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 they do. They do. One day I'll find a loophole, it's it's a thing. Yeah. That that was the bookend of the season five finale. Yeah. You know? One day I'll find a loophole. I see you found your loophole. Like that's that's yeah. They have it. So why does it make sense? They have it. (laughs) It just doesn't make sense. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. What I I will give them points for activating my imagination. (laughs) Yeah. Imagination activation. I mean, there's something to be said for that. Okay, yeah. I acknowledge it. Nonetheless, <laughs> I yeah. I feel yeah. like it's yeah. a flaw in the story in a way. Yeah. E- even if it it obviously interests me a lot. 
This particular like hinting of insanity. I'm I'm kind of obsessed with that, I guess. That's that's the stuff I keep coming back to. Where they sort of suggest something really crazy, but they never come out and say it. Yeah. You know, and so we're left saying all these things on the podcast about like dream sending and splitting up into multiple people and manipulating time travel and no one says that on the show. You know. <laughs> but we're just we're just yeah. extrapolating from the little hints that they give. You know, yeah, or telekinesis yeah. or whatever like well, no one says that. It made me think of like Walt and remote viewing and yeah. like, all these things that they hint at and they show but they yeah. never like say and exactly uh, yeah that was a, it was a very consistent pattern like show and hint at the crazy but never make it too specific don't say it out loud don't just say like yeah that's that's what this is about Walt remote viewing and and it's interesting you know in the context uh, like juxtaposing that or comparing it to Game of Thrones where mysterious mystical supernatural things happen and they actually just happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, 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 right. There's no like, well, it seemed like it happened. Yeah. But maybe it did or didn't. That it's like, is. no, no, that's the thing that happened, and other people yeah. know it happened, and this is just part of the world. Where that's here, just life. Crazy yeah. shit happens. Yeah, here it's it's so mysterious and interpretational, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you can quite pin it down. And and like it's filtered through like what people say about it or what people think. Mm-hmm. You know, so like there's 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 already an extra level, not just what we interpret, but what the characters say. Yeah. You know, so there's there's always this filter of, you know, everything. The the way the cabin is introduced to us is is like steeped in manipulation. So, yeah, it's sort of like, of course, it doesn't make sense. Like, it's just buried. No one's telling the truth about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, well, we don't know what it is then. <laughs> like they're all just saying shit for different reasons yeah exactly you know so yeah it's it's a really unique quality of the show that's you know as we said it's it's it it draws you in but it also makes you very frustrated yeah all right well uh anything else for left behind <laughs> Uh, Smoke Monster was in this episode, so that was totally on topic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> seriously. Uh, no, I think that's it. It was a solid, like, you know, B, B plus E kind of episode. Like, it did its job. It was yeah. entertaining. Um, and, you know, this is what Loss is like when it's in sort of standard mode and. I agree. Totally standard. Yeah. It was it, it was good. I liked it. Nice. Yeah. Thumbs All right. Up. Well, uh, we'll be back next time with one of us. Yes, we will. Until next time, thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck. <laughs>